guys, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about the narrow path that Jesus talked about. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, you said that you'd be where we are, that when we gathered in your name, you'd want to be here. So we invite you, we receive you. Thank you for your correction, for your revelation knowledge, for your teaching. We just want to receive from you today what we need to know to be right with you, to be on that narrow path, to be that witness for you and to just show who you are. Draw draw the people to you um, by the way we conduct our lives, by walking down that narrow path. We love you and praise you, give you all the glory in your name. You know, we are being led to walk down that narrow path. On the other side of that narrow path is your answered prayers, your dreams coming true, eternity, freedom, peace, joy, and contentment. God is so good, and He is leading us down the narrow path. Just like He led, the Holy Spirit led Jesus to the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy. Really, what happens when you get born again, when you get born from above and the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of you, Satan is going to come. Jesus said in Mark 4 that He's going to come, and He's going to try to take the Word from you. He's going to try to get you off that narrow path. He wants you on the wide path where most of the people are. Let me read it to you. Matthew 7, 13. This is Jesus talking. And he said, Enter into the narrow gate, for wide and wide is the gate, and spacious and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many are those who are entering into it. And you know, if you're on the wide, if you're on the wide path, if you're going through the wide gate, that's where mostly everyone is. And, um, you know, Jesus said we would be disliked, we would be peculiar because he was. And so, you know, we don't want to do the popular thing. We don't want to have someone else thinking for us. We don't, we don't want to be the large population of whatever it is it is. And, and walking down that path to destruction, not only that, calling ourselves Christians and then leading other people in the wrong way, the blind leading the blind, right? But we want to walk down that narrow path. It says, enter into the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and spacious and broad is the way that leads away to destruction, and many are those entering it. In verse 14, but the gate is narrow, it's contracted by pressure, and the way is straightened and compressed that leads away to life, and few are those who find it. That's a scary thought. Few are those who find their way to eternal life. And, you know, so obviously that wide path where most of the people are is not the path that you want to be on. And when you get on that narrow path, it is a lonely path. And it's just like Jesus was in the wilderness, it's being in the wilderness. Just like he was led to be tempted by the enemy, we sort of are led to be tempted by the enemy. I shouldn't say sort of, we are. I mean, if, if you're going to pick, if you're going to ask Jesus to come in your heart and be the Lord of your life, the Holy Spirit's going to come live on the inside of you. If you're going to copy Jesus, he's going to lead you down that narrow path. And the narrow path is a wilderness. You know, God was showing me that was a path. The, the narrow path is like a path of fasting and prayer. Because, you know, Jesus said to the disciples, this kind goes out by fasting and prayer. And, you know, God only seems to give out a little bit of revelation knowledge about that at a time. And he's saying, what he's saying is, 
fasting and prayer is really what Jesus did. He prayed, right? And he went without food for 40 days. He was in the wilderness. And um, the demons listened to him. He resisted in that time. And when we're going down the narrow path, it's like that. We, we don't do what the world does. We don't, we're not tempted by the enemy or tempted by the enemy, but we don't give in to him. We don't let our flesh rule us. We're fasting and we're, we're praying. And when we get to the other side, not only are our dreams going to come true, we're going to have that good, abundant life, but the enemy is going to back off. And we're going to be in that place where James 2 says, where we're not lacking anything. We're going to have the revelation knowledge. We're going to have endured and had faith to the place where we're going to get it. And so actually before this, Jesus said, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. You have to have revelation knowledge to walk down that narrow path. You have to be following and asking all the time to have understanding because when you have understanding, it makes it that much easier to walk down that narrow path. And so you start walking down that narrow path, and you know, lots of people want to quit and give up because it just feels like a squeeze, and it is a squeeze because you're coming out from among them. You know, you're you're following after Jesus, and the enemy is trying with everything he has to get you to stop. So when you get the revelation knowledge, you get the understanding to walk through that when you're walking through this season, and it's only a season, it's only a time of fasting and prayer, and you're going to get to the other side where it's just going to be good. You're going to have that abundant life that Jesus wants you to have. But you have to go through, James says, count it all joy, because when you get to the other side, you're not going to lack anything. You're going to have the wisdom you've been seeking. You're going to have the knowledge you've been going after. And so when you're seeking and you're knocking, you're not seeking and knocking for stuff. You're seeking and knocking for the revelation knowledge and the wisdom that's going to help you walk through that narrow path without much trouble. If you have the understanding, if you have the wisdom, if you have the revelation knowledge, it's so much easier. You don't want to be walking in the dark or living on someone else's opinion. You know, Jesus was led um, in the wilderness to be tempted and tested by the enemy, Matthew 4, and he spent that time with his father. And so, you know, maybe you're just feeling like, well, this life isn't good, and I'm alone, and um, you're not alone. You have Jesus. But I remember on the first part of my path, and I'm not saying I'm all the way through it, but on the first part of that narrow path, I felt so alone. But it's a good thing to be alone with God. And Jesus said, not many are going to be walking on that path. And so it might seem like you don't have very many friends or, you know, very much agreement and you're going to feel the persecution. So you want to walk down that narrow path. You do. You want to walk down that narrow path and you want to keep on seeking and keep on knocking and not turn to the left or to the right. Just keep going because on the other side is your dreams, your answers, that good life. And the plan that God has for you. You have to understand and keep in mind the enemy's always going to try to get you. I got this vision once of this path and all these different roads that turn off. And they all have these signs on that are distracting you. 
and, um, you know, like distractions, lust of the flesh, and all the stuff, all the stuff this enemy, the enemy is trying to do to get you off that narrow path, to keep you from your assignment, to keep you from that good life, to keep you from being really and truly happy. All the other paths are distractions, there's sickness, there's disease, there's poverty, and, you know, he tries to make it look like they're good ways to go, but God is saying, don't go that way. It's not right. It's not the right way to go. You know, on the narrow path, you can you can have um, be diagnosed with cancer and not have to go through chemotherapy and all the things the world does. You can have the wisdom of God in your life. You can you can go through um, being in debt and get out without doing the debt consolidation and all those other things. God has a different way, and when you follow Him down that narrow path, you're going to get to the way that he promises. If you take heed to his voice, you're going to be blessed in every area of your life, and that's the narrow path, and that's the path he wants to talk to you about today. It is a path of loneliness for a while. You might have a few people that are in agreement with you, but um, it's a path that you want to take, and on the other side is good. If you're going down that path of destruction, then we know that that is a place where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. It might seem all good here. It might seem like everything's um, good here. You know, you got all this good stuff, this temporary good stuff. And on the narrow path, it seems like you don't have anything. Like everything is almost like taken away from you. But what God is really doing is extracting you from the world and helping you to know the truth, like he is your God, and he's the only thing you have to have. You know, Paul said, I know what it's like to be in want, and I know what it's like to be in plenty. And he's content in that place, and you got to get content on the narrow path to know there's good on the other side. You're going to come out on the other side. You're not going to have to go through the things that the world go goes through. The enemy makes it seem like you're going through the worst thing ever, but really you're going through a good thing to really um, refine your faith, get you to the place where you you know that God is your God and you're going to live with him. You know things to come. You hear Jesus talking to you. On the wide path, you're going to hear people say, well, I don't hear Jesus. Well, you know, he must not want to heal heal me. You know, it's it's ignorance on the wide path because they haven't decided to get on that narrow path. You have to decide to get on that narrow path and stay off the wide path. You don't want anything to do with the wide path. You don't want anything to do with pride. You don't want anything to do with someone else's opinion. You you just want to live by God's opinion. Life is good. Happiness, peace, joy, all kinds of good stuff. Destruction is the end, doom and gloom. And so there's a real heaven and there's a real hell and you want to get on the narrow path, as uncomfortable as it might seem, um, you got help there. Jesus is pulling you through. He's giving you revelation knowledge to get to the other side. And so if if you're too comfortable, if you're on the wide path, the enemy is not going to come against you because he already has you. So you want to get uncomfortable. And we have so much talk going on lately about the season being so long and how uncomfortable we are, and how we can't get through a day. But if you look on the bright side of that, and just know that there is light at the end of that tunnel, at the end of that path, and that all good is just going to explode when you get there, because you stuck with it, because you believed 
no matter what it looked like. You didn't look at what is. And you know, the reason it, it seems so long is because we keep struggling instead of just going with it. Just go with it. It's just a lie the enemy's telling you to try to get you off that path. But if you just go with it, you're going to have it. You're going to have that good life that Jesus promised. Blessings are just going to chase you down because you took heed to the voice of Lord your God. You chose his way. And so, yeah, it's a choice, the wide path or the narrow path. And the narrow path leads to eternal life, leads to life, leads to that good life God wants you to have. So it starts with asking Jesus to come live on the inside of you. If you never did that, I would suggest that you pray with me. I'm going to be praying in a few minutes. You want to do that because without having Jesus come live on the inside of you, you're automatically on that wide path. You got to make the choice. The word says that um, we have to choose between life and death. And it might seem like we're all living here and we are, but we're on our way somewhere. And so when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you're going to start your way to eternal life. And yes, the enemy is going to come against you, but you're going to keep going. And you know, you get up and you seek God every day and you get on your knees and you say what he said and you do what he did. That path isn't going to, that that path isn't going to be very long for you. It isn't. And so get up every day and just keep seeking him and keep submitting to him. The word of God says that when you submit to him, the enemy will flee. And that's when that pressure um, eases up. And then on that path, you also have a lot of learning going on. It's a good thing. It's it, You can be happy on that path. In fact, you should be because you know where the path leads. And if you're on the wide path, then it's a false happiness. It's just a happiness from the world that um, they, don't even, they don't even know what's going on. That's why Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. On the wide path, you're not going to know what you're doing. There's no clarity. There's only just things that are false that people think that are real. So anyway, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, Revelation 3.20 says that he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and he is going to dine with you. That means he's going to hang out with you. He's going to teach you. He's going to talk to you. He's going to get you on that narrow path that leads to eternal life. And on that path, there is times of hard pressure. But I want to say again, it's a happy place because you know what's happening. If you believe, you're going to be happy. I didn't want to make it all seem like doom and gloom because it does get tough and it gets the toughest when you're just trying to do it yourself. But when you stay seeking and knocking, you stay in connection with him, you can just still be happy on that path. And yeah, you know, whatever you let the enemy bombard your thinking with, you're going to be thinking those thoughts and that's actually getting you off the path. And that's when that path gets tough. You know, when you're taking all those different avenues instead of just staying straight on it and getting through it and getting it done. If you never ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, I want to pray that prayer with you right now. And the Holy Spirit's going to come and teach you and be with you. He's going to be your counselor, your standby, anything you need there for you all the time. You can call on him anytime. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. You're supposed to hear him. You will hear him. And sometimes it's just a thought or his thoughts passing through your thoughts. And sometimes he actually says stuff too. But anyway, 
Say that prayer with me, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us, that you care for us so much, and that you're working to get us on that narrow path that the enemy's trying to make us think isn't a good way, but is a good way. So we love you and praise you for that. Teach us, help us, Lord, to take that time to get on our knees every day and be empowered by you to make that an easy, an easy walk. Thank you for making things easy for us. You said, come to us, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Even on the narrow path, we can have rest. The narrow path is life, and it's good. We love you and praise you. Thank you, Jesus' name, in your name. So if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you, and it is a good thing, and you're on your way on that narrow path that leads to life. And remember, the, the narrow path that leads to life, the enemy tries to make it a dark path, but it's not. It's not a dark path. It's the way to go. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.